0: I'm here with Jean Hezier having a coffee conversation this morning and I just want you all to get to know her better and get to know Jesus better through her so we're having our Better Together Coffee conversations for these podcasts. We're going to do Better Together Tuesdays and then also we might be able to play these on our women's Facebook. We will play them on our women's Facebook page too so that others could be encouraged by your story as I am. And I'm excited to get to know you better as we just get to have about 20 minutes to talk this way but you and I get um, about an hour together, which I'm excited about. Um, So Dean Heiser, tell me a little bit about your family, first of all
1: my family now or the family i grew up in
0: um family under your roof and then you can sh- and then share your about your kids just who they are and where they're at right now
1: well we have a wonderful family four children and they five of them are married and we have 14 grandchildren and so now we are beginning to have great-grandchildren we have one and three more on the way so life has been good with um just family I mean I love it and so uh Jerry spent many years as a basketball coach and I was a teacher for a time I stayed home until my youngest went to kindergarten but then I've was blessed god gave me this job i believe mm-hmm. a half-day job teaching kindergarten and so that was what i did for 25 years
0: well and i know that you are very very much about your family i know you're traveling here and there watching all the sporting events and just like you said jerry being a coach it sounds like oh that pretty much all of your kids have some kind of a the sports bug, don't they? I mean, they either coach or they have participated mm-hmm. in sports through the years.
1: They all did, mm-hmm. mostly basketball in high school.
0: And where do you travel uh. now to, to watch them?
1: Well, our numbers are going down mm-hmm. because they're growing up, but um, right now we have uh, cross-country going on in Seward maybe this next Thursday. And that will be for two of the grand, the ninth grader and the seventh grader. And then we have Hudson and Holdridge playing football for the first time. Exciting. But, um, you know, we are, not like we say, we are getting lesser Mm -hmm. as far as the travel. And so, as far as keeping track of all of them, but.
0: And you have a couple sons that are coaches, don't or a son and a grandson maybe? Uh like. well,
1: both our sons coach a lot. Well, mm-hmm. Joel is coaching at Papillion La Vista South High School, mm-hmm. coaches basketball. And our son Jason is all time coach for his family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he coaches as a volunteer and he has coached all of his children on all the leagues and everything possible. And so he loves it, he said he should have done that, but he it, you don't make very much money then. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs>
0: sometimes uh, pursuing our passion or the gifts that us, it doesn't necessarily translate to a lot of money all the time, does it? <laughs> oh,
1: but, but he's totally into it too, but it's mostly he's done it with his family.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, one thing... That always sets me back to a really good memory when I think of Eugene is the way that um, you and Jerry have just planted Mm -hmm. these amazing truth seeds and um, seeds of just love for a relationship with Jesus into your family and you won't even get to know how far that spreads while you spend time on earth on this side of heaven, but it is spreading so far. And whenever I think of you, that encourages me that way, because I think of your daughter, Jill, and Joel also, who were involved in FCA Mm -hmm. way back, you know, about 30 years ago, way, way back when I was at UNL. And even then, what you planted into your kids and what, what God was manifesting through them benefited me because I was a part of FCA then, and I saw this, so your daughter Jill, I'll just brag on her for a minute, she just was such a leader, and she was just very bold in her Mm -hmm. um, declaration and her unashamed, complete, you know, reckless abandon to God, and I saw that, and that fanned a flame in me, so Jill, if you're listening, shout (laughs) out to you and your mom and your dad and all of this, but, and, and you're the one I know a little bit, so... I I know that that's true, in the ways that you also now minister to other women, and the people that you've touched. You don't even we don't always get to know what God is doing, but
1: well, it's it has been totally God. We did not we did not do a lot of things right, and so God reached our children, um, and F C A was a big big part of our lives, Mm -hmm. and it still is and we totally are thankful for it as um so it was god i mean i don't i can't take credit because i just feel it truly was just god working and amazing i was just amazed and so um i stand back now and i think oh how did this happen but
0: uh, I, I feel like God universe. chose us. No,
1: I God chose us for some reason, mm-hmm. because we were, we were not, we were not always on target, doing everything right. Of course, I mean, I know no one does everything right, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but we can we can say we totally loved our children. That's one thing. But yes. you know, as far as uh, guiding them toward the Lord, I feel like that God just took them. So.
0: Well, I love that, and I love the, the grace and the humility in those statements, and that's how we have to approach, and that leads me to, to my first really, I guess, big question for you, and that is, how did you meet Jesus to begin with? Take it, rewind okay. a little. Well,
1: I, I grew up in a very, I grew up in, in, a, in a very church-going family very important to be in church and um, I went to a gospel teaching church Uh, it's now called Evangelical Covenant and um, I always heard the gospel all through and I can remember times in Bible school I'd say yes Lord I want to follow you I love you and then I'd feel like I hadn't done it Mm -hmm. and then I had gone to Bible camp Two uh, Old Covenant Cedars, <laughs> and I would say the same thing there, Lord, I want to follow you, but I never felt like I did it, and I always felt like I had to be a little better. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll be better. You know, the old standard thing that we just never can <clears throat> feel like we're good enough. And <clears throat> this went on, and t- I married then, and, and then in my mid- no probably I was about 27 or so we were almost ready to move to Kearney mm-hmm. and I was asked by a pastor in the church we were going to then in Iowa to come and share my kind of testimony mm-hmm. with the child, with the class that is they they were teaching mm-hmm. and I had this big guilt feeling. I thought, I can't really, I just don't feel I can really, you know, do it. Mm-hmm. I just, but of course, I, being, a, <laughs> being one You're who so wants cool to do it, it. it yeah. yes. <clears throat> but I, I really battled with that. Mm-hmm. And then, for some reason, whether someone gave this to me or not, <laughs> but here is, here is what brought me to, this was the first of the paraphrased uh, and this Billy Graham recommended this and it has the gospels and acts.
0: It's called The Living Gospels. If yes. somebody wants to find it.
1: I don't know if you can even find it anymore.
0: The Living it's, Gospels, The Paraphrased Gospels and the Book of Acts it says. If you want
1: yes, to look it up. And yes and Billy Graham has it he says this is, you know, it's a good and it was published in 1966. Mm-hmm. And I read all four Gospels. I'd never read all four Gospels, but I read them paraphrased. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, that is, you know, that is so beautiful. Everything was beautiful in the Gospels. And I remember where but I was still battling with myself. I remember where I was, and I don't have many experiences like this in my life, but mm-hmm. standing right there on my kitchen floor, in that little town in Iowa and I had grey and yellow tiles on that floor. And I remember in my head that God said, I take you the way you are. Mm. I've had a few sentences like that that gone have gone I call them sentences sentences. And that was one. And from that time on I I knew that God had me, (laughs) and it was grace that I was not willing to, you know, not willing to really receive. Mm -hmm. And grace is such a wonderful thing. The sermon on grace that Pastor Adrian gave a while ago, Mm -hmm. yes, I just I absolutely loved it. It was just so beautiful, and I said, "Oh, that's such a beautiful word." It is.
0: It is. And as you describe that moment too it makes me think you know i think not everybody has that their encounters with the lord when they first really meet jesus and see him lovingly graciously gazing on us like that but i think of the way that paul was on the damascus road and Mm -hmm. you know that was god's doing right that the scales fell from his eyes and I identify with meeting Jesus that way too. And it's what's tough is I wanna put how to meet Jesus in a box in a formula for no, people. Don't I, do that. <laughs> thank you. For the reminder, I, I want to. I I always want to. I like but that's a control thing, right? And that is a, a works kind of a works based thing instead of a grace based mm-hmm. way of thinking about it. And I know like you that there was this place of just like the dropping of the scales Mm -hmm. and where jesus describes to like my sheep hear my voice Mm -hmm. when you hear you go towards him the shepherd and i can identify with that too like like you said reading the living gospels was kind of where you're like moving towards the shepherd's voice Mm -hmm. and that it he spoke to you through that and he so there's the mystery of god but then i also want to ask you about once you met jesus what kinds of things did you do that were in your power or your control to grow in your relationship with with god like so another way to say would be um i guess what do you do to grow in love with him even now but what did you start doing after that point of meeting him to start growing in that relationship with
1: him? Well, that's a good question. That's a long time ago. And you know, by that time I was having four children. And as far as, I did attend a a women's group and not in our church, not here at, e free mm-hmm. but another church because by that time we had moved to Kearney. And so I had a large group of women though. They were that we met once a week and that was a blessing. And I had helped a little bit in some leadership of that too. So and I that uncorked that love to be with oh with these women. It's so wonderful to be with women mm-hmm. and listen to their stories and friendship. is very important to me and it was just, um, those were sweet years, but very busy years, so I'm having trouble nailing down, you know, or, but I, I remember reading, you know, mm-hmm. and studying some, and reading some different books. I think I had better power of concentration then, even yeah, though I had I you know, family, but yet it was, those were good years. So busy, mm-hmm. oh, so busy, so...
0: Well, the two things I'm hearing you say right now is you got into community. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. So you got with other women mm-hmm. that helped to kind of spark your your I don't know what interest or your desire. you moving forward in relationship. Yes,
1: and then then my friendship with Dee Breston when she came to town, and I think I told this story the other night that. Mm-hmm that i was at a real i was teaching part-time by then and Mm -hmm. i was very unsettled feeling very (laughs) very kind of lost unfed Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i was called as i was saying by some friends and said we're going to start a community bible study so Mm -hmm. and i had i think i had said too before that that i'd been praying about that and but when, when I was asked I actually said well let me think about it and then that was one other time when I felt God say for what well what have you been praying about yeah, so yeah what are you, waiting for? Yeah, you, what are you yeah. waiting for and so that was the start of our sunrise bible studies and I would say that for 38 years that has been my the place I am most fed and most find most joy with other women and studying and growing and loving one another, and just the bond of of friendship there, but also seeing how, watching how Jesus works Mm -hmm. (laughs) in other women and bringing them to the Lord and (laughs) feeding them. Yeah, so, and all those many years, that's been really a core place that I've, I feel I've grown, but also just so thankful. Wow, again, it's just been blessing me. So,
0: well, and that's interesting that you're identifying that first you moved into community with other women, you're talking about specifically, and that <sighs> started helping you to grow in love with Jesus. And you mentioned reading that you read mm-hmm. a lot, so you were looking for those the truth of God,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and that was growing you and helping you get to know his character. And then in your participation, with those groups you stepped courageously forward and said God equip me for leading other women and so you're being taught as you teach Mm -hmm. you know you're sitting in a circle with Jesus at sunrise and he's teaching you while you are inviting people in and I see how you have done that like so faithfully and consistently you've offered this safe place and this this place like in your own story to offer grace to other women like that mm-hmm. of course you know we're all hungry for that so to come and kind of be a part of a group that can help us grow and then tell me a little bit more about in growing your relationship with Jesus what mm-hmm. did that how did you, you said you did a lot of reading when you had your kids at home mm-hmm. kind of underfoot and was that something like you just haphazardly did? like every now and then you just picked up something to read, or did you have some kind of a consistent time with him at all? Or:
1: Yes, I tried you know, that has been... that's always a struggle. And I still struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Um, all through the many, many years, <laughs> I have read I've read the Little Daily Bread. That I can say every morning without fail, mm-hmm. I have read that little, little short devotional, mm-hmm. which you know, has scripture, has story, it has scripture, it has has a prayer, and then uh, that's been you know that will be there every day, mm-hmm. and then I struggle with off and on with that, and there have been times uh, you know I have had done a great job like with a prayer journal and I've kept that and then there's times I've failed Mm -hmm. and so um but I just I I really enjoy the study that goes with a lot of with our studies and so that means studying directed study which helps me you know in the books that we're doing uh, in Sunrise I mean a lot of um, so, I have many, many good memories of lots of mm-hmm. notes and, you know, times that I was, my time spent in study. Mm-hmm. And, and the older I got, I felt, I feel like it's more focused then on that. And I'm having trouble maybe pulling in some extras, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, maybe, like I said, maybe it's my intention. But, mm-hmm. but you know, this helps me really focus on.
0: That's good. On
1: the Word of God, actually. and yeah. And as, you know, it's such... I was just saying that the other day. It's such... It is a treasure. hmm And I also have... feel a great responsibility. It's almost like a fear, you know, for... Okay, touching lives, but, you know, mm-hmm. want it to be about God. hmm And, you know, Jesus saving grace. And mm-hmm. uh, so yeah it's you want to just hold it gently and truthfully so yeah
0: I love that your heart for people and for God and to pass on you know continue to pass on and sow seeds of of what you know is true of him you take your knowing of God and want to help feed that and I the, the studies I'm sure they are like tracks that help keep our mind focused Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. eyes up on Jesus Mm -hmm. and get that steady diet. And even you describing reading the daily bread every day is like literally when you said daily bread, I'm thinking how, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's where their name comes from. The name comes from, but to eat the words of God. Mm -hmm. And then that comes, that fills your heart. That's it's what Mm -hmm. comes out of your heart then when the life's, when life's daily, hard things come at you and the stresses come at you mm-hmm. you've got this as your nourishment mm-hmm. but it is it is a beautiful thing how you have been willing over all these years just so faithfully to bring other women into that to be able to eat the daily bread mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. take a glimpse of our beautiful Lord mm-hmm. and just appreciate that so this kind of you mentioned this with sunrise already <coughs> uh, my other question um, was going to be. Um... Oh, actually, let me ask you one more thing about your relationship to him. Is there is there anything that you can think of that, um, where there was a cost to following mm-hmm. Jesus with your life?
1: Well. Um... We have, we had some things in our family, health issues, and job change for Jerry, and things where I, yes, I felt like um, maybe we were. Um, it was a somewhat of a cost. I don't know. I pleaded with the Lord. <laughs> because a couple of our grandchildren are very ill and it's you know uh some of that and then uh, J- jerry had a job change which was took our the feet out from under us mm-hmm. and so those things but also makes you really realize mm-hmm. what's what's going to get you through that mm-hmm. <laughs> and so as far as a cost i'm trying to think how that would have, what that meant, but
0: mm-hmm. is there anything that you think um, became harder because of following God? Is there anything about living or life, or did you did you lose any relationships?
1: Well, some, uh huh, yeah, true. There have been times, where I've and of course our relationships have changed through the years, as you would go through different stages of our lives Mm -hmm. and so friendships change too but um God has been good though to just take us through so Mm -hmm. so many things and has helped me so much letting my children go I was not real good at that
0: Mm
1: and that's a big one it's a biggie Mm -hmm. and so but God helped me so much Mm -hmm. with that
0: So you're describing a lot, the things that have challenged your trust in God. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I remember one particular time when I was having a lot of trouble (laughs) connecting with one of my children, and there again, it was a reading that helped me. Mm -hmm. I was reading something by Franklin Graham Mm -hmm. and his his rebellious life, and I don't know if I can go on this whole story, but it's, it's, yeah, so, but Mm -hmm. in that teaching, it's because he had Mm -hmm. been very rude to his father, but his father still said, this is my son, Mm -hmm. and how that had impacted him. My dad was still saying, this is my son. Mm And so the other words were, children do not need to earn our love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that just went, boing, in my head. Of yeah. course not.
0: <laughs> and that God sees us like that. Yes. That and is huge.
1: It was huge in my life. It yeah. was huge. It was like I took a whole turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took a turn then and thought let go.
0: (laughs) That's good. And I think a lot of moms need to hear that, um, at various stages, Mm -hmm. but certainly as in those teenage years into college or Mm -hmm. work career years for their kids, that's, there's a whole different kind of letting go and trusting God.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: I'm there too right now. Mm -hmm. That -hmm. was a good word for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me also then let's kind of transition into this part because we do have mm, a couple more minutes left together on the podcast anyway. Um, what you are also a part of another life group, Eddie free. Tell me a little bit about um, how what that has meant to you and Jerry in your lives. And you also have been a part of that a long time I know so.
1: yes for a very long time. Um, many many years even you know just I can't even remember how many years but it's been a great it's been a great growing for us I think it's helped us grow as a couple we're seeing you know for doing the same thing at the same time with the same people and I see growth in both of us from that and and we've had wonderful you know true friends through the years in our life groups and so um it's it's been very very good at first um at first jerry wasn't sure we he wanted to do it and that's been a long long time ago and uh, after
0: some of his um, roadblocks were all time time time
1: and yes and um the commitment, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and just just that at that time we were kind of at a restless stage too, both of us. So, yeah, yeah. Did it, you
0: still have kids in the home when you started?
1: Uh, yes, not, <laughs> not really, not really, too, it would have been... Mm, 20-some years ago, mm. so no, they were not.
0: What are the main elements that um, regularly happen in your life group time?
1: Well, we usually, um, usually have done a study.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: are study or we do pastor's notes, mm-hmm. and we try to stay pretty focused in that, you know, and do it. We don't let rabbit trails happen. Mm -hmm. and but they can but Mm -hmm. you know but we have a great group to help us you know stay on track and we have people who enter in discussion and so it's very good Mm -hmm. Um, and we pray that is one thing we always pray Mm -hmm. and this summer we've been meeting on the patio most of the time on our back patio and or someone's patio
0: good for you You've been flexible and, and figured out how to meet.
1: Yes, and it's been great and we have just had good fellowship then, mm-hmm. but we always pray. That's so awesome. that's that has been one of our uh, really and, and Jerry's very intentional about that too. We pray at at the close, we share mm-hmm. prayer requests and always pray. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. That's Pretty
1: important we, in our group. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what an anchor point for all that choose to be a part of your community. Mm-hmm. That you have that consistency and being there for each other like that, and taking each other to God like that. Mm-hmm. We once we do get into the habit, I think sometimes we forget like how that it, it's it's how we're building stronger families. It's mm-hmm. how we're building strength in our community that we live in mm-hmm. and all of those are byproducts of course because you know you're gaining personally by making the choice mm-hmm. to do this mm-hmm. but there's all of these ripple effects that I think again I'm just it's the awe of it brings me to awe mm-hmm. of God that yes what he once we show up mm-hmm. and we're a part of groups and the consistency I know you've been over 20 years you said in mm-hmm. this life group mm-hmm. with Jerry right mm-hmm. correct and and then with sunrise Mm -hmm. also over 30 years almost 40 you said right for sunrise the way that that like you are deepening with the lord it's just like it becomes like breathing after you do that for so long and you don't even have any idea again of all the good that god brings from that and the safe refuge that he has made for so many through that and i'm just I'm just so thankful for you
1: well thank you carrie and i must say my husband has supported me for the 38 years in sunrise and the time and effort that i've put into that and he has always been supportive so it's a big thing too yeah to allow that freedom yes freedom is a you wonderful been thing an
0: amazing team and god has deepened your relationship <laughs> while you deepen with him mm-hmm. so yeah. that's beautiful so, I appreciate your time. Now this just kind of um, just really frames what our initiative is about this year at the church, Mm -hmm. that we are better together, that we are um, wanting to see people go from feeling lost in the crowd to known in community, and that we truly want our church to really be known as a a church of life groups. Because in that community, that's our name for it, Life Group. There's, you know, it's, it means community mm-hmm. with believers, right? Getting together and sitting at the feet of Jesus and letting Him mm-hmm. pour into us. So we know how to live and love the way that you and Jerry do so beautifully. Glory to God. Yes, for grace, sure. Yes,
1: for sure, for sure. Because yes. it's, yeah, yeah, We am thankful.
0: Well, I... And appreciate you and we are better together so for thank sure
1: you. did you want a verse i do have. yes
0: go ahead and share your verse that you have been thinking on <laughs> something that you've been thinking on lately
1: it can't be lately it's forever
0: for, for forever okay
1: so years and years ago i i volunteered at collage and this verse i always said before a girl came in but But even before that, this is every, when we do studies are all from Psalm 1914. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart um, be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I hope I got all the words right because I wasn't looking. But that is one I have prayed before, and I many times pray it before we have our our bible studies too mm-hmm. because that is so important i think to have the words of our mouths <laughs> mm-hmm. be representing the lord mm-hmm.
0: that's good that's a perfect thing to leave with everybody listening right now. <laughs> well thank <So>. you <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that Okay. And we'll have a couple more sips of coffee after we turn off the recording and (laughs) enjoy some company before we head off into the day. Okay. Thanks for joining us, everybody out there as well.
1: Thank you.